All right, we're back with another epic podcast. This, of course, is Creative Generation, and we are doing Q and A roulette. I'm Ant, joined by a creator, expert, and residents. Well, you're both now, Phoebe. <laughs> Phoebe and Fred, you're just a, a meat puppet now. Phoebe is the expert and yeah. the creator. Um, yeah, I'm just hanging around. <laughs> I'll do a better. Phoebe's our, our resident uh, YouTube and content creator. Fred is our resident uh, strategy <laughs> expert around YouTube and creative businesses. And I'm the... And Ant is the expert at introductions, <laughs> which is uh, clearly your forte. And if the audience haven't seen the episode with Emma from Emma Cruises and they want to see an all-time incredible introduction by Ant, that is an episode worth watching just the for the cut. introduction. Or listening to for the introduction. <laughs> It was. I think you forgot your name in that in that introduction. Man. That's how far off the rails we went. It was. A, it was. A, it was a tough week. I'll be honest. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised Emma oh, stayed talking to us after I'm, that. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's a very polite, very lovely person. She, she, great. She just did it out of politeness. No, she's kept talking to us since. So. Yeah. Shout out to Emma for sticking with us and shout out to everyone actually who sticks with us through this with Thank my ramblings you. and ravings. This this is those episodes though where we get to spin a big wheel. It's not that big anymore because I've cut it down and just gone topic by topic from questions that creators have asked us from YouTube workshops and masterclasses all over the world as well as the Creator Generation Discord. This one's more around community, like not the creator community as such, but like audience in your community that you have. So let's spin it up and see what happens. I took a broad approach on community, so bear with me. Let's see what drops. Oh, okay. Some people are really mean in comments. Oh, Why? It's <laughs> such a good question. Why? Why not? <laughs> I like that. Not yeah. It, why? Not not not. not some people are really question. mean in comments. What should I do about it? Why? It's, why? Why? Yeah. Fred, you go first. Well, it's it's that that veil of a- a- anonymity, right? You're you're not really putting anything forward. You're just a, a name on a page, and you can be as mean as you like. Um, and I think people just sometimes just want to be that way and it's, it's not fun it's not pleasant for the creator who puts all this effort into it and sometimes you don't realize the impact you're having but i think the reason why is that people can just hide and say nasty stuff but that said um i have seen and just an example the other day of a <laughs> of a creator um you know was 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 mean i don't think they're not a creator uh, a commenter was mean i don't think they managed to be super mean but um the creator pulled them uh, called them out on that and they said hey Look, that was like mean, and I and she gave a couple of elements around it, and the person immediately came back and said, "Completely, uh, completely oh fair. I apologize <laughs> uh, to that." So, and I often find that when someone makes a, a mean comment, if you do call them out, or or, or if you at least um, try and engage with them in a, in a non-adversarial way, it can flip the conversation around quite a lot. But as to why they're like that in the first place, hey, the internet is a weird, wonderful, and big place full of anonymity. Have you have you guys worked in retail? Yes. The worst. <laughs> how how is the uh, general interaction? I have too. Of of um of um in frontline retail. What like how's your general interaction with the general public as a retail staff worker at the checkout or customer service? Is it positive or is it 
what we what, what's your what's your take on humanity there? I think it's a lot better than it is on the internet because it's face to face, right? People yeah, can't. Right. Yeah, okay. it's a lot better. They can't hide behind anything. They've got to tell you straight That's to your it. face if there's an issue. That's it. They don't get to hide. I, I, yeah, I, I, it wasn't a healthy opinion, but I formed an opinion that people <laughs> were shit when I was working in retail. And, like, I like to think I'm a nice guy. Um, I try and be a nice I like to be liked, and that's a that's something else we don't need to dive into. But people were oh generally <laughs> generally not nice when um, when dealing with like you as a checkout person, or like they were kind of rude. Yeah. And then you add the layer of anonymity. I don't know the why. Yeah. I'm just um, thought I'd bring the ramble of my the, the real world experience, and then you throw the layer of anonymity and onto the online. Maybe there's, there's a deeper thing we should probably get into a podcast. <laughs> Yeah. episode on the wall. Like, like anything, though, it depends on the context of who you are and, and, the, and the situation. Like, I think with retail, you know, it's face-to-face, so they're a little less mean. But I think you're talking oh about your time God. in the bottle shop in, or, or a, um, a, a, li- a liquor store, right, as the Americans would say, yeah. in which case, yeah, you get a really weird range of people there who aren't particularly nice, right? Whereas some of the retail that maybe Phoebe and I worked in when we were younger was probably yeah. a, a lot more friendly, yeah. um, you know, a cafe atmosphere or, you know, a selling atmosphere over, over the counter yeah. kind of thing where people generally, you know, if they they spat at you or left, you just wouldn't serve them any food, right? You know, you just wouldn't do or, do or, or give them a product. So it, it depends like anything. I know we're, we're a bit off, off <laughs> totally course off here topic. with what the question is. But, you know, at the end of the day, though, yeah. people are going to be as mean as they want to be or as entitled as they feel to be. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's one of those things, especially with, with, with YouTube, they have that anonymity yes. element and that can be, um, upsetting for a lot of creators because they, they get exposed to a lot of terrible stuff. Yeah, totally. I think I just like to add like two things that I keep in mind that really help me is that it's usually I, I go, it's about their ego. You know, a lot of people don't like to exist as who they are. They like to exist in their ego and their sense of ego gets I don't know, a jolt when it's mean to somebody and it, it does something negative and it thrives on it, feeds on it rather than just being themselves in the present moment. They live online in this negative space. And the second part is it's often not about you. You're just a mirror mm. for something for them. So, you know, I'm a pretty happy, positive person and that reflects back at somebody who's maybe not having a happy, positive time in their life, how upset they are. And so they take it out on me. So it's not really about me. I, I'm nobody to them. They don't even know me. So, you know, take your ego out of it. Let them focus on their own and just delete the comments. Don't, that would don't be engage. that's such a good answer compared to everything else we've said in the last five minutes. Like we should just edit that bit in. So well, we did preface this with uh, the, the the story about my rambling with Emma from Emma Cruises. So everyone was yeah. forewarned. Everyone. Um, but yeah, like Phoebe, Phoebe for the save and for the win on that one, a hundred percent. And you know what? I'll just move on and spin the wheel, and we'll get another question up. And I'll try and not hijack it. Um, let's go, spin it up. What are the best ways or tools to engage with your audience? Um, I guess if you're using YouTube, one of the best ways to engage with your audience is by the comments. Um, like that is a pretty important space. Uh, people sometimes don't think about it, but you can actually set the entire tone for your channel in the comments as well. Um, what you allow, how you yeah. communicate, um, how you re- respond back to feedback. Um, that's a great way to directly communicate with, with the audience. Um, and I do recommend more creators do it because a lot of creators don't. They'll, they might like something, they might hide something, but they don't really get into the comments and, and add much there. But it's a great way to communicate. Then there are tools like the community tab, which is very underutilized, but it's very effective. Um, we just did an experiment with that with about 10 different creators over the course of four weeks. 
um, and watched how uh, engagement increased week to week when they put up uh, community tab posts to, to share more information with their community, which is great. Um, and those are internal on-platform aspects. And then there are external things like you know Discord and and so forth, where you can get a much deeper dive, bigger community build. So there are some good tools out there. There are a lot of tools out there. Like I said, like with most things, there's an internal component that YouTube have, and then there are external factors as well, like um, Discord, which are fantastic products. Tell me about your community, Phoebe. How do you what do you how do you engage with them? Like. Well, like Fred said, the comments section is really powerful. I didn't realize people just sort of liked or hearted the comments, but I will do my best to write back to every single comment. We're at a size where that's possible. I know for some channels that are really big, it's not possible, but for us it is. And you often, I often find if I write back to somebody and I like, I make an effort to say their name or if they have written in a different language, I'll Google translate it. I'll write a reply and I'll Google translate that for them. And it often converts they will often say thank you so much for writing back i've just subscribed because they just want to be seen we all just want to be seen um they have that connection with you but if you want to take it to the next level something i find our audience really loves is if you acknowledge them in a video so if i forget to say something that i always say like in my outro or intro and then in the next video i'll say oh and this one's for whatever the name is like this one's for felix I forgot to say this last week. Here you go, Felix, and I'll say it. And they love it. They love seeing their name. And even if it's not your name that was said, you're like, oh, that could be me. You know, they could say my name. And, and yeah. And we use the community tab as well, and it goes really, really well. Nice. This one's for you, Jimmy. You're our number one listener. That's Jimmy Donaldson. Yeah, you guys know. <laughs> exactly. he's, he's a good mate, but, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll say it enough. If not, we'll, we'll turn it around and start a beef with him and see if that works. Um <laughs> I think he'll win. Um, like an Anchorman-style street fight? <laughs> no, just in, in oh a God. fun beef, not a not a fun beef. Yeah, no, Twitter beef. Yeah. Wow. Um, Sorry, I'm from the rough part of Brisbane. I'm from the south side. I was like, who are we fighting? Who are we fighting today? <laughs> yeah, Phoebe will, is coming. Um, all right, let's spin it up. I said I wouldn't uh, hijack it. I just did. Oh God. Um, right. Should I create videos for my current subscribers or new ones? Hmm. Okay. I did take liberty with community, but, you know, your community is your subscribers. There's a bit of audience development there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Audience development questions. (laughs) Should I create videos for my current subscribers or I presume you mean, like, yeah, ones who are new viewers who are yet viewers who aren't subscribers. So should I... I'll uh, frame it so it's under the community. Should I create videos for my community or new viewers? That's just me putting words in there to fit (laughs) under my topic. It's it's one of those things where you've got to sort of do both, right? You want to keep the people who love your channel happy and then you want to bring in new people as well and it's a and it's a balance and every every creator has a has a different level of balance depending on the type of creator you are your genre and all those types of things too. Um, where that is, you've got to experiment to try and find out, right? So um, the good thing is because of the variety of community tools, such as um, the comments and the community tab, people will be able to tell you how you're going with that. Um, often we see the, this big issue coming up a lot with emerging creators. They're typically creators from about 5,000 to 100,000 subs who've had some success uh, and they're developing and they're programming out um, and they'll often will plateau because, you know, their current um, audience uh, may be getting a, a little bit bored or they're not sure what the direction they want to go in and they're trying to bring in a new audience and then the old audience doesn't quite like that. They're just trying to find their footing there. But at the end of the day, it comes down to um, trying to find like that balance. So you've got to do that by 
developing a programming plan um, and the more systematic you can be about that, like as in the more you can be thoughtful about the way you trial that, the better it is. Uh, often creators will, will panic and try all sorts of things, not know what worked. They'll get some new people in, they'll make some old people happy or unhappy and it goes from there. So we always say um, use what's got you there as a foundation and then trial one or two things and see what the result is. YouTube gives you really good tools to see you know, what new viewers are watching, what, you know, current viewers are watching, how your subscriber numbers are going up. And then you just compare that from video to video and category to category. And then you start building a programming plan around that. And that can take a few months to do. And it should take a few months to do properly uh, until you find that, that, um, that nice balance. Um, but end of the day, that will also change over time. So you're always sort of building on that, on that plan as you grow as a creator. Yes. I, when you asked the question, Ant, I was like, this person's missing something. They're, they're forgetting that they're a part of their community as well. So you're thinking about your current community, you know, the community that you want to reach and how you want to grow, but you're a part of that. So make sure you're making videos for yourself as well because that's what keeps it sustainable. And I always find the videos where I am the happiest, loving life, having fun, just so much genuine passion in it. They're the videos that people engage with the most. So don't, don't forget that Let part. me ask you this though, Phoebe. Have you ever made a video that you thought, this isn't that great, and then people just absolutely love it? Yep. Yeah. That's it for you. All the time. Matt goes, I do not want to put that up. Yes. I'm so ashamed of it. And then people are like, Matt, the edit was sick. And he's like, stop watching it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ah. Uh, yeah, you, you, yeah, you love me for the wrong reasons. But that's the thing. It's like, that's the yeah. other side of it too. You're absolutely going to make videos that you, you, you love. And you, it's important you do because mm. otherwise you stop making videos. Um, but at the end yeah. of the day, though, it's surprising. Like, I can't tell you how many creators. I think every creator has a story. Oh, I made this video. I didn't particularly like it, but it did so well. And I had this conversation the other day uh, with, the, with the creator, mm -hmm. and we were talking about the video. And I I'd stopped the video. I might have talked about this in another episode. But I stopped and I said, this is an amazing scene. And he goes, yeah, but it's pretty commonplace for, for me to see that. And I'm like, but your audience, especially a new audience, if they see this, they will be blown away by it. Um, and sure enough, when he put it live, like nearly all the comments were about that one scene, um, especially from a new audience <laughs> who'd never seen that kind of thing before. And that really brought in a yeah. brand new audience. It's about thinking about that perspective as well, right? So sometimes you may not like it or may not understand sort of what the appeal is, but think about it from the point of view of, of, of the audience and the different elements of your audience from current viewers to new viewers. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, you want to keep the ones you love, but not everyone loves a channel for indefinitely people will leave your channel so you do have to keep bringing in new viewers and that has to be mm -hmm. uh sort of a systematic approach to that uh, and be very aware well aware of what is attracting those new viewers all right i didn't take this one off the rails either so i'm quietly shutting up and spinning the wheel <laughs> last one and last one. all right all right i like this one okay what's the difference between audience and community damn we should have had this first but this wheel is random so hey <laughs> <laughs> who are these people coming up with these questions that's a good one what is the difference like is there a, or is there a difference that's a great question I know I think there is I think there is and the answer is deeply yeah. rooted in, in multiple layers of, of complexity so we can't answer it here unfortunately no I'm kidding no of course, of course we can <laughs> so I guess there's um, what it this is like it may be a semantics issue but generally looking at it you get people who view your channel casual viewers mm -hmm. who come across they'll look at it and then they'll think this is good and never come back and watch it again then there are people who view it more <laughs> consistently and i think once they start enjoying it and they uh they consistently come back to it they become part of that that overall audience i guess you can say it and then the community is like when they connect to the content on a deeper level um and they're not just enjoying the 
the content when you put it up, but want to be part of the message you have out there and what you're basically putting out. And I think that's when they sort of become a community. And those are the various yeah. levels of, of value. Like, I mean, you know, even a simple viewer has a trend transactory value in the sense that they come their view and they might you might pick up an, a little bit of ad revenue for them but the ones who are part of your community who are really connected to the content who'll be your ma- massive fans and tell everyone about you and buy your product like that's where the, the real value sits in, in, in community as well plus as a creator it's super rewarding having those people reflect back all the effort you've made and show how um, you know passionate they are about what you're passionate about and how much they appreciate everything you've done like that is like you know super super valuable Hey, um, Phoebe, you tell me what you reckon. Well, you know, my favorite thing is when Phoebe breaks down those those long-winded, <laughs> complex answers and then just breaks it down to what what that really means, like yeah. in Phoebe yeah. style. So, Phoebe, <laughs> no pressure. What's the difference yeah. between audience and community? Like, <laughs> I think your audience, uh, anybody who watches, and your community are your ride, and, ride or dies. They're the people that... Are there for you no matter what. <laughs> they watch everyone. They comment everyone. They know what you're doing. They remember your birthday. They 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 know the details of your life because they watch it, remember it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Ride or die. Ride or die. Ride or die. I like it. Yeah, like community communities the people like it's not just between the creator and the community members. It's also the community itself, like talking to each other. Yeah. Right? Like um, yeah. That's what community really is. It's it's more than one way, two way. It's like every way, everybody talking to each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's when it's really. And what's amazing, if we bring this full circle to the first question about the person saying, "Why are people so mean on the comments?" Sometimes now I don't even have to defend myself. My community will jump on and be like, "Get out of here, man! Yes. This is not the place for it. Yes. Even good people feed it." <laughs> yes, very good. <laughs> Very good. That full circle, Phoebe. I like it. You've just brought everything back to the start, which is a wonderful place, I think, and to, to, to round out this episode because Phoebe has done a perfect ending. Hey, and it's, it's a really great for an old school radio segue. Speaking of community, come join the Creator Generation community. You Boom. had to go and ruin it, didn't you? Oh, you had I did. Well, so that's how, it, you know, I've got to go into the cheesy radio uh, full circle, bizarre. But yeah, look, we do have a community, the Creator Generation community. Come hang out. Um, but otherwise, we'll see you or hear you or you hear us next week on the pod. <laughs> hey, look, I had to screw it up. It's full circle. Yeah. Hey. Absolutely, full circle. All right, till next time. See ya. See ya. Bye. Create the generation on the mic.